I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, November 30th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So Jay, in our never-ending update on the craziness of the Canadian housing market, the average home price in Canada has gone up 105% since 2010 per the CMHC, making it now second only to our friends down under, the Kiwis themselves, New Zealand, for home price increases over that span. Jay, that must make you thrilled as a homeowner. Let me just say this is not great as a country. It's it's very, very difficult to live here. But let me also say that I bought a house in 2013, which is not before 2010, but it was a long, long time ago. And but pretty so, close. Pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what's happening, certainly in downtown Toronto neighborhoods, but it sounds like across the country as well. So when are you taking me out for dinner? Looks like you can afford it. You want to, whenever you want, Brett, I'll take you. There, there should be, there that. should be some type of reciprocity where older generations that had the ability to purchase homes in the 2010, 2013 era have to do certain favors to the younger generation that are currently getting screwed right now and locked out of the housing market. That's my, that's my position. Our job is to make you feel guilty for eating avocado toast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds about right. Brett, aside from overdosing on avocado toast, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, RBC is buying HSBC. For our second story, Nestle has a new drug. And for our last story, the police have access to your DNA. I like the sound of that last story, but let's get to our first story, Brett. RBC is already the country's largest bank in terms of assets with $1.71 trillion. But just because you're the biggest doesn't mean you can't get even bigger. Brett, how can RBC possibly get any bigger? Well, it's funny, Jay. There was at one point in the big boom of 2020, Shopify overpassed RBC as the biggest company in Canada. And then they were obviously brought back down to earth. And now RBC has taken that mantle again. And they're getting even bigger because, Jay, RBC agreed to buy HSBC Canada for $13.5 billion in what would be a rare domestic acquisition and the biggest banking deal in Canadian history as the latter focuses on investing its Asia presence. This is all per Bloomberg. Since October, HSBC's largest shareholder has been pressuring the bank to offload its Canadian arm, leaving a big question mark hanging over Bay Street as the country's big five banks mulled over whether they'd step forward as the buyer. And here's where this all matters. Assuming it's approved by regulators, the deal would widen RBC's already huge slice of the Canadian banking pie, followed closely by TD, then Scotiabank, BMO, and CIBC. RBC would also gain a commercial banking franchise with international ties as Canada pushes to welcome newcomers and bulk up its retail presence out west. Now, to zoom out, according to Bloomberg's Kevin Orland and Harry Wilson, Canada's biggest banks have focused more of their attention on U.S. expansion recently with the industry's two largest acquisitions, both within last year by BMO and TD. Both of them acquired U.S. firms. So this is a big international expansion for RBC. For our second story, Nestle isn't the first company that comes to mind when you think of big pharma. It's usually big chocolate in my mind. And considering how the rollout of a new allergy drug is going, it'll probably stay that way. How did Nestle botch their drug rollout, Jay? Well, Nestle is exploring strategic options for, they're planning to sell, Palforzia. We've talked about drug names before. So this is Palforzia, the world's only approved peanut allergy drug after sales fell short of its expectations. You know, I'm sure there's a reason why they can't come up with better names, but I don't, I don't like them. 
Uh, Now, the drug does not cure peanut allergies, but it lessens the frequency and severity of reactions by helping patients build up a tolerance to minor exposures. To get you caught up, Nestle bought Palforzia's Maker in 2020 for $2.6 billion US because what parent wouldn't leap at the chance to ensure their kid couldn't get taken down by a rogue Snickers bar or peanut butter and jam sandwich. Both both very scary. And here's why it matters. A 2019 study found that peanuts cause, not parents, Jay, that would be bad. Peanuts cause 39% of all anaphylaxis cases in Canada and the U.S. that sent children to the ICU, far and away the leading cause. In Canada, roughly 3.2% of children suffer from peanut allergies, according to Statistics Canada. But Palforzia is not available here. Nestle has not submitted the drug to Health Canada for regulatory approval with an initial focus targeting the U.S. and European markets. Now, here's the thing. Then the bottom line is that potentially life-saving drugs, they also need to make good business sense. Now, Palforzia's laborious treatment process and drag on Nestle's bottom line, it could actually rule it out as an option even before Health Canada gets the chance to approve it. For our third story, while you're using DNA testing services to explore your Neanderthal ancestry, Brett, the police are using the same data to solve crimes. I was just trying to figure out if I'm 10% Thai. And look, here's what's happening now. Toronto detectives have successfully used new genetic investigative techniques to solve two 40-year-old cold case homicides per the Globe and Mail. The Investigative Genetic Genealogy, or IgG, goes beyond DNA databases available to law enforcement to access data on public websites like 23andMe and Ancestry DNA. Now, the data is then used to find a match to crime scene DNA, sometimes even by narrowing down identities through family connections found on those databases. Investigators were able to secure a DNA warrant on the strength of this novel technique to take a blood sample from the accused, ultimately leading to formal charges being laid. And here's why it matters. While some cold case breakthroughs have been made possible by the technological advances of at-home DNA testing kits, the large swaths of data collected were originally gained by promising a fun journey of self-discovery through DNA analysis. This may not have been the revelations around family connections that consumers were looking for when they rushed off to mail their DNA to these services. And to zoom out once again, the surge in DNA testing has led to many unintended consequences, like revealing fertility fraud, like Donald Klein from Netflix's Our Father, who fathered over 50 children through his practice, identifying anonymous sperm donors, or exposing, in some cases, adultery. Kick Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, we do have a North American team to cheer for in the World Cup. USA beat Iran today, or we're recording this on Tuesday. So they have their first game in the next round on Saturday or Sunday, I think. I'm all in on England now, Jay. But I I wish the U.S. nothing but the best. I'm all in on the U.S., but France is my choice that likely to win the World Cup. So maybe you and I will face each other as we get going in the next rounds. Brett, have a good day. You too, Jay. 